Hello, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery. I'm your host, and um, Jeremiah is off as he is for four out of the five days that we read. Um, so we will see him see him in a couple of days. Um, I am so thankful and so happy that you were able to take time out of your busy schedule. Uh, hopefully you uh, are sitting quietly somewhere so that you can drown out all of the background noise and, uh, and be attentive to whatever message it is that God is uh, putting out there for us. Um, so uh, again, thank you for joining me and for listening and being a part of this um, adventure that we're on, uh, learning what God has to sell us. So let me open up in prayer <clears throat> first and foremost, of course, and, uh, and then we will um, start reading. Holy, holy, heavenly Father, we are so grateful for you. We are so thankful for you. You are a mighty God that we serve. And uh, we are just thankful for all that you provide for us. Every little thing that we have is because of you. So we are so thankful. We are especially thankful for the sacrifice of your only son, Jesus Christ, on the cross for us and the blood that he shed. Lord, we thank you so much for loving us so much that you sent him to cover all of our sins. So thank you for providing for us in such a huge way. Lord, we uh, are thankful for your word, and we are opening our hearts, our minds, our thoughts uh, to whatever it is that you have for us today in this, uh, in this moment. Um, we are grateful for the guidance that you give to us, and uh, we are just in awe of you. So, Lord, I also uh, thank you for the listeners who are out there. I pray blessings over each one of them, whoever it is out there. I don't know where you are, but I pray blessings over each one of you, your, your lives, your families, your jobs, your finances, uh, everything that's encompassing. I pray blessings over each one of them. And I pray for them to receive whatever it is that you want them to hear today in your word. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, <clears throat> so uh, today we start uh, with uh, the first book, the first chapter of Mark. So this is episode 6.4, Mark chapter 1. So uh, what I'm understanding real quick, because uh, I did read ahead i was trying to do a little bit of homework first but um what i'm understanding is that um mark it looks to me like he just dives right in <clears throat> to uh jesus's ministry uh he doesn't go back with the the birth he doesn't go back into uh, anything prior in his life it's like right into it um <clears throat> if you are reading uh out of this bible the daily walk bible uh, New Living Translation. Um, the thing that I love about this Bible in particular is that it gives you, if you can see that, but there's the overview and it kind of gives you a little background of uh, the, the book. And then it gives you like my daily walk and then a little bit of insight. So it kind of gives you a little bit of stuff to read before you start reading. 
Um, I like it because I'm learning new stuff every day, um, things I never knew before. So uh, I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to read um, other uh, uh, background history, uh, go into a, um, a Bible concordance, um, and then there's also there's another like a Bible reference to give you a little more background. So do your history checking and um, yeah, Google. I mean, I was doing Google today on the uh, what was it the half tribe of Manasseh. <clears throat> we were like, who the heck is the half tribe of Manasseh and where do they come from? And we're all Googling it, trying to get a little bit of background. Uh, so Google it. There is information out there um, on the internet. So, uh, but let's go ahead and um, dive into Mark chapter one and, uh, and see what uh, God has for us. So let me get my readers on real quick and we'll get into it. <clears throat> so, like I said, he dives right into this. Uh, John the Baptist prepares the way. <clears throat> this is the good news about Jesus, to the Messiah, the Son of God. It began just as the prophet Isaiah had written. Look, I am sending you, I'm sending my messenger ahead of you, and he will prepare your way. He is a voice shouting in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord's coming. Clear the road for him. This messenger was John the Baptist. He was in the wilderness and preached that people should be baptized to show that they had repented of their sins and turned to God to be forgiven. All of Judea, including all the people of Jerusalem, went out to see and hear John. And when they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River. His clothes were woven from coarse camel hair and he, and he wore a leather belt around his waist. For food, he ate locust and wild honey. John announced, someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, so much greater that I am not even worthy to stoop down like a slave and untie the straps of his sandals. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Baptism and the Temptation of Jesus One day Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee, and John baptized him in the Jordan River. As Jesus came up out of the water, he saw the heavens splitting apart and the Holy Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, You are my dearly loved Son, and you bring me great joy. The Spirit then compelled Jesus to go into the wilderness, where he was tempted by Satan for 40 days. He was out among the wild animals, and angels took care of him. Later on, after John was arrested, Jesus went into Galilee, where he preached God's good news. The time promised by God has come at last, he announced. The kingdom of God is near. Repent of your sins and believe the good news. The first disciples. One day, as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little, a little farther up the shore, 
Jesus saw Zebedee's sons, <clears throat> James and John, in a boat repairing their nets. He called them at once, and they also followed him, leaving their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men. Jesus casts out an evil spirit. Jesus and his companions went to the town of Capernaum. When the Sabbath day came, he went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching, for he taught with real authority, quite unlike the teachers of religious law. Suddenly, a man in the synagogue who was possessed by an evil spirit cried out, Why are you interfering with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus reprimanded him, Be quiet, come out of the man, he ordered. At that, the spirit, the evil spirit screamed, threw the man into a convulsion, and then came out of him. Amazement gripped the audience, and they began to discuss what had happened. What sort of new teaching is this? They asked excitedly. It has such authority, even evil spirits obey his orders. The news about Jesus spread quickly throughout the entire region of Galilee. <clears throat> After Jesus left the synagogue with James and John, they went to Simon and Andrew's home. Now, Simon's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a high fever. They told Jesus about her right away. So he went to her bedside, took her by the hand, and helped her sit up. Then the fever left her, and she prepared a meal for them. That evening, after sunset, many sick and demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. The whole town gathered at the door to watch. So Jesus healed many people who were sick with various diseases, and he cast out many de demons. But because the demons knew who he was, he did not allow them to speak. Jesus preaches in Galilee. Before daybreak, the next morning, <clears throat> Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place to pray. Later, Simon and the others went out to find him. When they found him, they said, everyone is looking for you. But Jesus replied, we must go on to other towns as well, and I will preach to them too. That's why I came. So he traveled throughout the region of Galilee, preaching in the synagogues and casting out demons. Jesus heals a man with leprosy. A man with leprosy came and knelt in front of Jesus, begging to be healed. If you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean, he said. Moved with compassion, Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. Instantly, the leprosy disappeared, and the man was healed. Then Jesus sent him on his way with a stern warning. Don't tell anyone about this. Instead, go to the priest and let him examine you. Take along the offering required in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy. This will be a public testimony that you have been cleaned. Cleansed, sorry. But the man went and spread the word, proclaiming to everyone what had happened. As a result, large crowds soon surrounded Jesus, and he couldn't publicly enter a town anywhere. He had to stay out in the secluded places, but people from everywhere kept coming to him. All right, so um, like I said at the beginning, uh, Mark dove right into uh Jesus's ministry. He 
first he he touches base with John the Baptist and in you know what we read previously in Matthew it's kind of similar uh, this is the good news about Jesus the Messiah the Son of God and then it reiterates the uh, um, prophet Isaiah's uh, message uh, look I'm sending my messenger ahead of you and he will prepare your uh, way so he he's talking about John the Baptist obviously and then he also reiterates that John the Baptist was out in the wilderness and uh, you know that he wore clothes made from coarse camel hair and a, a leather belt he ate locust and wild honey this is the same stuff that we read uh, so it's just kind of reinforcing it and then he also announces someone is coming greater than I am I'm not even fit to tie his shoelaces you know and uh, he is going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So, like, he's already beginning to talk about the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> and then it just goes right into, I mean, it was like right after he got baptized. Um, and he, I think, you know, he mentions it as well, where he says, uh, as Jesus came out of the water, he saw the heavens splitting apart and the Holy Spirit descending upon him like a dove and a voice from heaven says you are my dearly beloved son and you bring me great joy and i said this the last time i if i was watching this i would and listening i like if i heard god's voice i would probably faint you know if i actually heard the voice of god so that they're actually getting to live through this is i think amazing and then he goes right into the desert it's a short story. It's not as detailed as it was in Matthew, uh, where Matthew was talking about, you know, his conversation with Satan and, uh, you know, how, how Satan was tempting him. Um, and then uh, John is arrested. So this is like very, you know, bump, 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 very bullet, you know, bullet points to me. That's the way it's reading. Um Maybe later on, because there are, I think, 13 chapters in this uh, book. Is that right? 14? 16. 16 book, uh, chapters in this book. So maybe as he goes a little bit more deeper, he gets a little more in-depth and uh, speaks a little bit more detail. But it seems to me like he's really just trying to get the message out about Jesus's ministry and how he's a servant. And then it talks about the first disciples. Um, again, <clears throat> it talks about how he says, come follow me. And they left their nets at once. They didn't wait. They didn't talk about it. They didn't discuss it. They went like, dropped their nets, walked away. Um, same thing with uh, James and John. Uh, they at once, um, they followed him, leaving their father behind. I mean, who, who does that? You know, especially back in that day. And then he uh, they talks about uh, Jesus casting out the evil um, spirit, knew exactly who he was. You know, they say, he says, you're the Holy One of God. Uh, the people are amazed because, oh, that I made a little star next to that. The people were amazed at his teaching for he taught with real authority, quite unlike the teachers of religious law. So here it, it kind of pings on the fact that he's already identifying that there is going to be difficulty with the religious leaders because they're putting 
Jesus above them. You know, these are the guys who've been, you know, uh, traditionally trained. You know, they've they've been to school. They they to learn how to be the the religious leaders, the rabbis. And you know, here's Jesus, son of a carpenter. You know, showing up and starting to speak with this authority. So right there and then, that's like the beginning, at least in Mark, where there's going to be a problem. And then um, Jesus heals many people, starting with um, Simon and Andrew's uh, mother. I find it interesting that she like got up and then prepared a meal. It's like, you know, who feels like cooking after they've been feeling sick or had a fever? But she got up and she cooked a meal. Um, and then, um, let's see. And then uh, Jesus, the last uh, part of this is uh, Jesus heals the man with leprosy. Um, and I just read all this uh, where you have to give, um, don't tell anyone about this. Instead, go to the priest and let him examine you. Take along the offering required in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy. This will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed. So Jesus is telling him to do exactly what he's supposed to do according to the old law of Moses. But here I find this kind of intriguing that the man didn't do what he was supposed to do. He was not obedient. and uh, But he didn't get in trouble for it, you know. But, you know, here he is. He did the opposite of what Jesus told him. He went out and spread the word. And then, you know, Jesus is just being bombarded with all these people who are trying to be healed. Um, he had to stay out in the secluded places because but people from everywhere kept uh, coming to him. They kept finding him wherever he was going. So I, I can't imagine his um, the how famous he was getting in such a quick, short period of time. I mean, it was just building. So and that's what got. The Pharisees so scared because he was, you know, bu building popularity so quickly, um, and they didn't know who he was. So, all right, well, that's uh, it for today. That was good. Uh, chapter one. Uh, what did I say? Episode six point four, um, and chapter two will be six point five tomorrow. So, um, you know, I I I don't really remember reading through Mark uh, last year. Uh, my other Bible um, doesn't have as much notated in there. Um, so this is kind of fresh and new for, for me as well. So um, uh, it's just, I think that what Mark is doing is he's just setting this up to show us exactly what kind of, you know, what, like Jesus came to be a servant, not, you know, quote unquote, the king, the, you know. He's there to be a servant of God, and he wants us to understand that that is what God wants us to be, servants. He wants us to do for the, the kingdom. So, um, so uh, uh, we're at that point, as I always I do it every day. Uh, if you have not made a, a choice for Jesus, a decision for him, uh, if you're on the fence, you're not sure who this Jesus guy is, uh, well, we're definitely finding out in the, the first four books of the New Testament. So to me, it's intriguing, and I would be just wanting to keep uh, learning. It's These are page turners for me. I think, you know, this is all so, uh, it's just so exciting to me to be able to read 
God's history. So and Jesus's history. So I think it's um, it, like I said, they're they're page turners for me. Um, but let's um, let's uh, give you the opportunity if uh, if you are feeling led uh, to give your life to Jesus. This is the moment. This is your time. So um, I'll lead you in a prayer, and um, and then hopefully we will get you to a church. And uh, not me personally, but you you'll be led to go to a church and get uh, plugged in. So well, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect, and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. I know it's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you said that prayer for the very first time in your whole life, uh, Congratulations. Welcome to the uh, Brotherhood and Sisterhood of Christ. Um, it's a new life. Your old life is gone. Your sins are forgiven. You know, you've, you've, oh, you've said it with your mouth. You've got it in your heart that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. And you have a whole new life now. So, um, again, like I said earlier, uh, I encourage you to get into a... Uh, Bible teaching church um, and uh, get plugged in um, maybe get a meeting with the the pastor um, and you know ask questions you know uh, find find out the answers that you're looking for um, get into a ministry get into a volunteer position uh, I I when I've got to San Antonio Texas uh, we were uh, in a Protestant church on base because we didn't know where else to go. And we did that for a couple of months, I think. And then we moved into a house. We rented a house uh, and we, we got this little card inviting us to the grand opening of uh, Community Bible Church. And uh, my husband and I were like, what the heck is a Bible church? Had no idea. We were so ignorant. And uh, we're like, is this a cult? Is this something we should be part of? So uh, Rich, my husband, took uh, Joshua to the, that service, the opening day, I think. And um, because I think it was important to me for him to find a preacher that he can like. And, you know, uh, he was looking for a good preacher, which I was too, obviously. But I was also looking for a good music um, uh, worship ministry. So, um, so, and it had everything, it turned out. And we were there for oh, almost 17 years, I think it was. So anyway, uh, but we just knew that this was our, our place to go to. We, we felt so comfortable, so at home. Um, and uh, Robert was uh, a preacher who was the guy who was up on stage was the guy who was on the backside uh, in you know in the in real life. So it, it just it worked for us. Anyway, my point is find a church that you know is uh, reading the Bible, teaching from the Bible, and is teaching it 
you know, according to how God wants it uh, to be taught. Um, and, you know, and then once uh, we were there for, I think we joined the church in November, uh, December, the Christmas program, you know, came out, they, they did their Christmas um, service. The music was just incredible, and I just felt led to join the choir, which is what I did. Then from the choir, I volunteered, and then from volunteering, I ended up getting hired. It, you know, just God's blessing was all over it. God knew exactly what I needed and what my family needed, and uh, this is this is where he led us to. So uh, I pray that that will happen for you, that you will find a church. All right, so I've gone a little long, as always. I'm sorry, rambling on. God bless you. I pray that you have a wonderful afternoon, evening, morning, whatever time it is that you're sitting here listening to this. And um, uh, just enjoy the rest of the day. God bless you. And I will see you tomorrow. Bye.